0: The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. The following episode of History Creeps is brought to you in part by our Creeper Club members. Tim McGowan, Michael Thompson, Daniel Chavez, Samantha Cunningham, Sean Fritz, Joe Stanford, Rebecca Bond, Russell Galfo, Matt Johnson and the Friends at Podcast Precinct, Kay Hammer, and all other members who have requested to remain anonymous, a big thank you from the bottom of our hearts. If you wish to become a Creeper Club member and help produce the show, head over to patreon.com slash historycreeps and find out how. And now, on to our show.
1: Yes, it's afternoon for us. Good afternoon, listeners, and welcome to another episode of History Creeps. I didn't fuck it up, Chris. And today we're gonna to be talking about something nuts with my two co-hosts, Chris Chavez and Johnny Townsend.
2: What's up, what's up? So I've been going back and, and, and watching the old Muppet show.
0: Oh man, I just went oh, through yeah. I just went through the list to see all the episodes. I'm like, oh look who's on it. Oh yeah. look who's on it. Oh, look who's on it.
2: Thank you for and... setting me up. Uh, the thing that I noticed, I've just finished the first season, which was okay. like 23, 24 episodes. Wow. I guarantee you that I knew who possibly three to four of the hosts were. <laughs> really? After that, it was uh, no go for me. Didn't recognize any of them. Uh, but, uh, uh, But then season two, which I started, like starts out with George Barnes. I know yeah. who that is. Like, oh know, yeah, that's a, that's a heavy hitter right there. That's
1: God right there, yeah. dude.
2: So I was thinking, I was thinking, you know, like this is because technically this show came out before I was born. So that's where no. that is in pop culture, you know. And I was like, well, at least I have, you know, at least I'm open to what's in pop culture today. But then that was thrown out because uh, on Saturday Night Live, the current Saturday Night Live, they've had a couple of guests who I had no idea who they were either. <laughs> <laughs> Same here, dude. I had yeah. to ask you, I'm like,
0: who is bad bunny? Because yes. I said, yes. because you and I are into wrestling and I saw in the wrestling world, this was trending bad bunnies in wrestling. And and like, people are like, why are they bringing
2: bad bunny into wrestling? I'm like, bad bunny. Am I missing something here? What's <laughs> yes. going on? Yes. So yeah. I've, so apparently I'm in some sort of, uh, pop culture time, limbo hell type or, you're, thing. or you're just getting old you're just like exactly. the rest of no, us that's,
1: yeah. yeah that's exactly right that's <laughs> yeah i
2: didn't exactly know who bad right. bunny was either uh so i didn't know who bad bunny was i didn't know who the host of this past one was either like i didn't know either one of the two same but uh still had some funny moments in it though so hey yeah, I'm
0: enjoying, you know, I'm enjoying the new newer SNLs. Um, you know, it's always that thing with SNL casts where you get a, a cast you really love. It becomes yep. almost this comfort thing, and then when they change it out, it's kind of weird and you're not sure what to think yet. But li- by like the second or third season in, you're just like, these guys are great, you know what I mean? And it's this cycle of doing the same thing over and over, realizing that once this cast is moving on, you're like, man, they were great. Now who are these kids? You know what I mean? It's like when
1: you it's like when you got to break in a new Doctor Who, you know?
0: Yes, I'm sure it is. I've yeah. never really watched Doctor Who, but I know a lot of fans, and I know, what? <laughs> and I know that idea. I know the idea of you know kind of being excited for a new one, but not sure yet. And sometimes it's like eh, I don't know if I like them, but a few seasons in, you're like, oh, this is a great Doctor Who, you know? Yeah. So James Bonds, you know, the day with James. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's like, yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. That's, that's the and then we I all know. end
1: up arguing over like who's the best one.
0: Yes. You know. Yeah.
1: Like, oh, and, we'll, and, and people do that with SNL. Like I still argue with my parents about SNL cause they're the generation of, you know, Ackroyd and Pelushi yeah, and, and yeah, all yeah. the real big heavy haters, you know, the, from old SNL. The, starters, yeah, yeah. Yeah. the OGs. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, no, you know, there, there's still merit in, in the, the, the Adam Sandler and the Chris Farley and the, yeah. the Chris rock and spade and, 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 and that, see, there, there's, there's there's, a lot of good stuff yeah, yeah, that came out sure. of those years, you know? There's a lot. Not, every, and not all of it was Farley. Not all every, of it was Farley. No, true.
0: Every cast, though, seriously, every cast really does have a lot of great talent a lot of great years um you know what we really should do some sort of snl podcast at
2: some point that'd be a fun podcast to cover yeah they put a bunch of them on the the peacock as they call it yeah
0: Yeah. um little uh little known fact and maybe you guys may have already known this but a little piece of trivia did you know the original cast um actually had a comedy troupe name they were called the not ready for Primetime players players yep Yep. yeah yeah so uh but yeah the, another, the,
2: another little bit of trivia just a, a call back to what i started this conversation with uh in the first season uh the Moppets were actually part of the cast oh nice really oh really but it didn't work out because uh jim henson said our senses of humor were not the same <laughs>
0: <Basically>. <laughs> i could see that i could see yeah. that
2: um <laughs>
0: anyway this is history creeps guys We've got some fun stuff for the creepers today. Carter's got uh, an awesome, awesome topic. I know a lot of people have been asking about when we're going to cover this. And I think we may have touched on it or brushed on it in the past. We never got in
2: deep. Yeah. Uh, so we, you know, Man, we that's left a it lot to- of, that's a lot of, that's what she said. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we left it to Carter yeah. to dig in for us. Sure.
2: That's when and, I'm uh, by myself and I've lit in the candles. <laughs> And turn down the lights a little bit and enjoy a little bit of Johnny time, you know, with a little George Carlin in the background. As
1: long as you're not using your own tears, it's okay, bro. It's okay.
2: Hey, hey, I recycle.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so um anyway, guys, we've got a great topic, but with the topic comes a current creep that is related to this topic. Carter, what's up?
1: All right. So what we've got here. It's failure. As near as I can tell, it's a <laughs> failure to communicate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I always think a major pain with that one, but I know it's like um, it's Steve McQueen or uh, yeah, it's God, a, who, a who a cool, was it? Cool Hand Luke. It's, it's Cool Hand Luke. Yeah, yeah it's Cool Hand Luke. So not not Steve McQueen. Paul Newman.
2: I think I could. I think I could.
1: My boy just ate a dozen boiled eggs.
2: <laughs> Nobody can eat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right you can
0: tell like we haven't all talked together in a while like we're, we're it's been we're yeah it's, it's
1: it's been a minute it's been a minute so oh, sorry go. sorry about that guys <laughs> but we digress we digress all right so the topic that we had today is related to this uh creek by about what do you guys figure 60 no that's wrong uh more like almost 80 years no no i was right oh, 60. hang on a no, what, what, year, what, what year was it? 59 was the original one.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah this is why 60. I write
1: books and don't do math. <laughs> this is why math is a no-no for Carter. <laughs> um, so anyway, so back in the, uh, uh, well, actually it was, 19, I was going to say the 60s, but back in 1959 uh, is when our our main topic takes place. But recently, uh, as recently as this, this report is from February 10th, Uh, of this year, Uh, and this is a New York Post article, I'm just going to read the first uh, couple of paragraphs here. Uh, A group of tourists has vanished in the Russian mountains near the notorious site where nine students died under mysterious circumstances more than six decades ago. The eight hikers from Moscow never returned Wednesday after heading up to the Dyatlov Pass in the Ural Mountains region. They were supposed to leave at 8 this morning, but they have not yet returned, and there is no contact with them, a local resident told the local E-1 media outlet. I assume that's whatever the Russian uh, state media and whatnot is. Uh, the t- here's, here's where it gets interesting. The tourists had traveled to the area to pay their respects to the victims who died there in February 1959. The same resident told the news outlet. So as far as I can tell, these people have not been found yet.
0: Yeah. I was just looking it up. I didn't see that they have, there's no, no true, uh, real update on And on,
1: that's 14 days now that they ouch. will be out there. Um, <clears throat> as we all know from studying world war two, snowy Russia will fuck you up.
0: Yeah. 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 So stopped Hitler, man. Seriously. Um, uh, What's the what's what's the Pass look like? What's that area like? Is it is it barren? Is it is it closer to is there close to civilization um,
1: anyway or? It is not close to civilization. It's way out at there at all. Yeah. Um, it is it's pretty far out there. Um, I the the le- I'm sure the layout has changed obviously in 60 years, but the original incident when they went out there they had to take train out there and then hiked up uh, into the pass. Um, okay. which I'll, I'll, of course, get up, get into that too. But as far as I can tell, no, this would be like, you know, the three of us, uh, uh, you know, following a trail outside uh, uh, Yellowstone National Park or even inside Oof. Yellowstone National Park, you know, somewhere and not necessarily barren, but just remote. Yeah, you
2: got you. I have, I have an important question. Okay. Go for it. All right. <clears throat> Let's see how I can, how I can do this. Um I th- this is a topic I've always wanted to discuss on this show but I am deathly afraid <laughs> to pronounce it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel like I can ever say it right. Uh the Diatlov is that right? That's di- what I yeah. thought it was. Diatlov
1: pass.
2: Diatlov. It doesn't feel right. I don't feel like I'm saying it right. Uh but I'm very excited to talk about this. So I am saying it right. It's Diatlov yeah. for Diatlov. Dylov.
1: Da comrade. the Dia-
2: Dodlov. Nostrovia. Dyodlov. <laughs> See? There you go. There you
1: go.
2: Got it. Got it. Okay. All right. So,
1: I was very yeah,
0: confused. This will be something to keep our eye on, though, because again, it's strange. It's out there in the barren. And so obviously it's stuff like that's always dangerous. You know, anybody who does any kind of mountain climbing, hiking, anything out there in those snowy, that snowy type of a terrain, there's always the the danger of of avalanche right so um but again i don't know i think when i was reading this thing it said something along uh, one of the things i saw said that there wasn't any any report of avalanche so you know they're just they're they're hoping that these people are just going to be found that they were just kind of got lost in maybe i don't know winds or snow or something but it doesn't sound good when it's 14 days dude how many how many of them did,
2: did they say they were nine eight eight, eight. man that's and they haven't heard from them. And that's not good. Nope.
1: Well, what's what we have here that's interesting is uh, with this one, we technically, technically, we have a survivor. Uh, this okay. guy actually, this guy actually died in April of 2013 at the age of 75.
0: Oh, from the original. Okay.
1: Yes, from the okay. yeah, from the gotcha. original, from gotcha. the original expedition. Sorry, my bad. My bad. Yes, you're good.
2: Yes. Did um,
1: he? Didn't he,
2: uh, he like, he didn't go all the way up. Did not uh, go all the way up.
1: Yeah. Um, and we'll, get, in, we'll get into that too. Well, <laughs> you know, you might say lucky for him in a way, you know, I don't know. I don't know if I would want to Yeah. have a bird's eye view of whatever it is that happened there. You know what I'm
0: saying? Has he given like in-depth interviews in terms of like how it made him? So does he ever have that survivor's guilt? Did he ever experience that type of thing? You know what I mean? That's that. He said
1: that. he's, he's spoken a little bit about it with that, that he wishes. Basically he said it, what happened was he, uh... oh, it's in my notes. It was, it was a type of medical emergency uh, where if he, if he had, if he had kept going, because they were they were hiking up, so the elevation. If he had kept going, he he it basically the elevation would have killed him. Mm, okay. More or less, so that there was no way for him to keep hiking up to the elevation that they were going. Mm. Um. Which is, yeah, that that would probably make me to stop and turn around. Yeah. No kidding. You know, and go back. Dude, um, I'm interested to hear the story. Let's get into it, man. Let's do it. So. So this, this whole thing, the reason why they call it – I'm going to go with that. The reason why they call it the Outlaw Pass to start with is actually named after one of the guys, uh, the leader of the uh, expedition, who died in this, in this original incident before this all happened. The pass really didn't have a name. It was just a random pass in the mountains. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was in an area, and I'm about to do what you were afraid to do, Johnny, and I'm going to do it anyway, and if I screw it up, listeners, I'm very sorry to any of our listeners that actually speak Russian. I speak two languages, English and bad English, and I'm probably going to screw this up. An area on the slopes of Kolatsyakl. Kolatsyakl. There we go. I'll back you up. Thank you. Thank you. Cause now I feel like an asshole for pronouncing it wrong.
2: No, no. Uh, it's, well, if, they're coming, <laughs> if they're coming to me to know how to pronounce things correctly, they have gone the wrong path in their life.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. So this past did not have an actual name before this all happened. Now, the way that this breaks down is there were, nine hikers who went to the Ural polytechnical institute uh which is named obviously after the mountains where this pass is now the reason that they were going on this hike as i understand it from what i've been able to find out is uh this was kind of like you guys remember when we all had to do like senior projects in high school Yes. And then yeah. you had to do that in order to to pass basically. Yeah, it's
0: part of a big project. Big part so of your grade. Is,
1: this is part of their degrees. This polytechnical institute offers like uh it's kind of I I have yet to find any university here that offers a similar one but is that's it just like because IT, I haven't looked.
0: Have you guys heard of ITT Tech? Is it like that? <laughs>
1: Do you remember that?
0: Do you remember those those schools?
1: Yes, I do remember those schools. There was one down the street uh, from my house actually for a long time.
0: Is that because um, when you said that, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking it was that type of a school.
1: No, this is more okay. like a. Um, this is more like a, a. It's almost like they they get a degree in hiking, basically. Uh, but they they get rated, you know. Like, um, do you guys know how they rate? Uh, uh, uh search and rescue technicians. Okay. They have a rating system for them.
2: Really? Oh, like okay. a
1: Yelp. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, this is like this this it's guy like, only like, kind of saved me. Three stars, three, three, out of
1: three stars,
0: yeah. Three yeah. Out of they're saving people. They're three like, hey, can five. you do me a favor and give me a good rating? <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> look, uh, yeah. Um, look, I'll pick you up out of this water you're drowning. <laughs> yeah, the got guy, the guys there, like, five ah, stars. ah. <laughs>
1: he's like about to have a seizure. It's like, can you give me a good <laughs> Yelp review real yeah. quick? Uh, so five they get rated. I need some, five stars.
0: It's like a ranking system based on how yeah, good they yeah. are. I got. So you. they
1: get so they get rated like kind of like the search and rescue text. Anyway, that was just me trying to make a comparison um it's not really it's not really like that it was just the closest thing that i can think of no i got you um and there's not there's actually not a whole lot of information on that without me you know reading eight or nine different books books, which (laughs) i want to i just don't have the time for it Um, because it, it it's the the reason that they were out there really has nothing to do with what ended up happening so the nine of them go out on the 25th of January. They take a train. All right. To, I'm going to screw it up again, Johnny. The northern province of Sverdlovsk Oblast.
2: No, you got it right. It's called Northern.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, and that was in the early morning of January 25th. After that, they took a truck to a village called v- 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 Viz-, Viz Hey, Viz Tai. Viz- you know what? Next time I do this, I'm going to click the damn things and be like, how do <laughs> I pronounce this? these words? you know?" Or I'll just
0: get the recordings of them online and then just plug them in every time you're, yeah. you're about to say it.
1: So you'll be talking. That might actually be, like, be better. <laughs> that might actually be better. Um, I'd enjoy it. <laughs> all right. So, they took a truck to this village, which is actually the last inhabited spot uh, where they could, like, you know, stop and at supplies and so on and so forth. And after that, there, if you keep going north, there's nothing after that. Just just the mountains. Uh, so they spent the night in this village. Then the next day, which is the 27th, I know I said it was the 25th on the other one, but uh, my information says the 27th. So it's cool. It's cool. Uh, they... Start, they started out on their on their hike the next day is when the guy's name is yori yudin uh and i was wrong about why he left too by the way i must have misremembered something this guy had actually had a lot of health problems as it turns out uh and he, he left the expedition because knee and joint pain which obviously if you're hiking that's gonna you're not gonna you're not going to keep hiking. Yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. I mean, and if something, if it gets any worse, you're going to be a liability for everybody because uh, we're going to have to carry your ass out.
0: Yeah, which is smart because there's people who'd be like, oh, no, I can do it. I can power through, you know, and it gets worse and worse and worse. And about halfway up a mountain now, they're like, you know what? I can't do it. You're like, yeah, well. So, yeah, you're right. He yeah. made the right decision in,
2: you know, more than one way. Yeah, that's why I always quit things well yeah. before I finish them. So that way I make, I know I'm making the right decision. And if, if I get almost there and I know I can't just finish it, then it's okay. I've, I've already quit you know? <laughs> smart.
1: It's okay. Johnny, we understand. <laughs> we understand.
2: Well, uh, uh, see you guys later. I'm quitting the show. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I um, should have, I should have seen that one coming. That uh, one. Sorry. <laughs> um, so after that we've actually got uh I was wrong on the number of, of fucking hikers too, guys. Oh, there's I actually mean, nine it? of them that are gonna keep going. Oh, nine kept going. Okay. With. Still. I should've I should've I should've never mind. <laughs> anyway. Our listeners are like, You fucking dumbass, you can't even get your own shit right. Anyway. <laughs> well
2: they probably say that so, in the episode in uh, fairness. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it's not just you. Okay.
1: You know what? That does that does make me feel better. So thank you for that. <laughs>
2: You're welcome. Thank you for that. I get that for every show that
1: I'm on. <laughs> so don't worry about it. Thank you, buddy. That makes me feel better. I got your back. So the only way they were actually able to uh, track these remaining nine from this uh, small from this small town or small settlement to where they actually ended up was when they they when they sent out search and rescue and actually found the campsite and they used their diaries, plus the cameras that they had, they were taking pictures and stuff, which I'll get to in a minute also, to kind of, you know, um, document their trip, so to speak. Um, And after that, so on the 31st of January, they arrive at kind of a, like a cliff face kind of deal, and so they're getting ready to, they're going to scale the cliff face, so to speak. Um, After that, they kind of They had a, they set up like a cache where they kept supplies and stuff like that in case something happened and we'll come back and get this stuff. And then they kept, then they kept moving on. After that, the next day, they started to move through the pass. And what their, what their plan was, was to go over the pass and make camp on the other side for the night. But what, obviously, in a place like this, worsening weather conditions mm-hmm. this this giant s- snowstorm this giant blizzard came in and just total you know kind of white out conditions so they had to camp right there in the pass for the night um and what happened was because they didn't stop immediately like once it you know once it started snowing and, and blizzarding they didn't immediately stop and set up camp they tried to keep going and tried to tried to power through it and they ended up going off course to the West. And once they figured out that they were off their path, they were like, okay, we're going to, we're going to stop and we're going to set up camp this, and we'll let this, the weather pass. And then we'll what, figure it out.
2: Once you really dive into the story, like you're doing here, it really has a lot of similarities to the Donner party. Yeah, you know? it really does. Cause that's kind of what happened to them. They were going to go this certain route that wasn't really a proven route. And, um, When the party split up, the ones that went the other way got to their location just fine. But the other ones, you know, obviously we know what happened there and we should cover them at some point. Uh, But, uh, you know, they ended up literally eating themselves because they got stuck in a snowstorm and they couldn't get Mm -hmm. out and they ran out of food.
1: Yep. Uh, And from what I understand, the other guy, Yuri Yudin, the guy that had the knee and knee problems and stuff and left early. Like he literally, from what I've read, and this might be wrong when I get to it later, I might be misremembering it. But from what I remember, he like, he literally went back to the town and got on a train and went home basically. And just was like, you know, they know what they're doing. They're going to contact me when they get back and everything. Okay. So they were, uh, literally they set up camp on the slope of the mountain. Right. But about, My information says one and a half kilometers, which that's about what? That's a little under a mile, basically. Uh, They could have moved downhill to a forested kind of area that, you know, might have sheltered them a little bit more from the storm. But for some reason, they didn't do that either. And our guy, our guy Yuri here, poor bastard, he speculates, um, this is a quote from him. He speculates Diatlov probably did not want to lose the altitude they had gained, or he decided to practice camping on the mountain slope. So he doesn't think there was anything, you know, sinister or anything like that yeah. going on. So our guy Diatlov, his first name is Igor, by the way. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong
0: too. I believe it's pronounced it's Igor. Igor.
1: <laughs> Igor, yeah. Walk I just, this way.
2: Frankenstein. <laughs> Stein.
0: Oh, so classic.
1: Now, you can tell we all love young Frankenstein, but <laughs> anyway. So before they all left, before the whole party left, Yatlov uh, told the sports club, which is what they were a part of, basically, at their university, that they were going to send a telegram to the sports club once they got done and were back in this little town this northernmost kind of outpost area and he basically said it shouldn't be any later than the 12th of february and so but apparently yudin says that dyatlov told him that it might be longer than that that it might be uh a couple of days longer than that so when the 12th came and went and uh they didn't get a message nobody jumped you know jumped in the trucks and went up the mountain to start looking for them yet by the 20th by february 20th the relatives of the missing hikers started demanding a, a rescue operation and the head of the institute sent in rescue groups which were actually their fellow students and instructors so after that later later on and i'll get i'll get more into this when we get more into it but Later on, they ended up sending military helicopters and stuff to to try to search for him from the air. Uh, So that's like how serious this this got, you know. Uh, On the twenty sixth of February is when they found the the uh, destroyed tent on the slope of the mountain. This is a quote from one of the students who found the tent. The tent was half torn down and covered with snow. It was empty, and all the group's belongings and shoes had been left behind now this is where we get into one of the more infamous parts of it and i'm sure you guys know this fact uh the investigators say that the tent was cut open from the inside which is very strange why cut the tent open from the inside there's a zipper that's what zippers are for right right so
2: That's that's how i get out Get out of all my pants, though. I cut them, cut, cut them open from the inside. Yeah, yeah.
1: But then, but then, what do you do when you want to wear a new pants? Just, you just buy, new buy new pants.
2: I just have a whole uh, cache of pants. <laughs> Maybe
0: these these guys are like, yeah, it's just a tent. We'll buy another. Yes, <laughs> but it is strange. Well, I like, it really. I mean, it it, yeah, it, it, su- it
1: suggests panic. Yeah. You know, it, in in its own way, it I wonder how they know that it was cut from the mind.
0: inside and not the outside.
1: I imagine it's probably this kind of the same as like uh, them, when a though. window breaks. Oh, okay. you know, there's and probably let, a way that they can look at it. The way slices.
2: What's even more disturbing to me is they left their shoes, you
1: know? Yeah. That, that all, to me, that also suggests panic. Yeah. You know? Or so madness. anyway, so yeah, well, that's also a possibility. So because nobody put their shoes on or anything, they were able to follow the footprints down the slope to that forested area that i was telling you guys about earlier which is almost a mile to the northeast according to my stuff here after about 1600 feet the tracks were you know filled in with snow obviously now here's where it starts to get kind of weird so at the forest edge at the edge of this wooded area they found the remains of a small fire that's what they said. Uh, they also found the first two bodies, which were – I'm going to screw up these names, but I'm going to do my damn best here. Yuri Doroshenko. That wasn't too bad. And Georgi Gior- Krivonischenko Krivonischenko. Yes. Okay. Very good, nine. very good. Give you a nine out of ten. These guys had no shoes, like we mentioned earlier, and they were only wearing their their underwear.
2: So they right? didn't have a shirt.
1: They didn't they, exactly. So they could least, even go. So, they,
2: they could get no service in any convenience store.
1: No, hell no. no. Well, For me, serve they serve you in just your underwear.
0: For me, that says, like, if if you just told me that and you said, OK, Chris, what do you think? Just why do you think this happened? That tells me that some sort of fear drove them from there. They were afraid of something and they went running or or they left as quick as they could. Not so fast that they didn't grab anything and, because, and went for the shelter of the woods. And when mm-hmm. they felt that it was safe enough to come out of the to the edge of the woods is when they built the fire because they're about to die. It's freezing. Right. But that's that's. That's strange. I'm okay. Let's keep going. Let's see.
1: No, I, yeah, and, and I want, going I 100 percent agree with you that nobody That's in their the first right thing mind. I would think. Yeah, nobody in their right mind, and I and I include fear in that. Nobody in their right mind is just going to run out of the tent in Russian winter temperatures no. in just their underwear. I mean,
2: yeah, I want to agree with you, but I've also seen just in Boone, North Carolina, which is up in the mountains here. <laughs> 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 Where these people have a whole event <laughs> in which they, in the win- middle of winter, they they kind of get down to their underwear and jump into the freezing cold pond and, and water and stuff. Now, so, and God, people, wouldn't it done, be. Like, this what is going to be a
1: North Carolina joke, but are you sure that's Boone or is it just ASU?
2: That's a good question. because uh, <laughs> you, you
1: gotta separate yeah. the two. <laughs> yeah.
0: How horrible would it be if like for for decades now, you know, historians have been pondering what may have happened. We're looking for the answers. And what if it was just because you said this was a hiking class, right? Like what if what if it was like if it was like like hazing or a dare or or things they were yeah. just daring each other, dare you to go down there butt naked and last the night with the fire? Well, I'll do that. I dare you. You know, like what if they were just like daring each other to all do this stuff? Well, I mean, it gets I way feel,
1: worse. Don't you so feel we like know it's alcohol not would be involved with that? <laughs> true, like,
2: true. Yeah. I mean, people are about to lose their tongues and stuff. So I don't. Yes, I don't that's true.
0: That. <laughs> well, after after the dares all go wrong.
1: Yeah, that's the way you put so, like, it. They're like,
2: you know what?
0: This wasn't what we thought it'd be. <laughs>
1: Sound like you're pitching a horror movie. I don't want to you know?
0: be a part of the frat house anymore.
1: Yeah. Uh, all right. Where was I? Shoeless and dressed only in underwear. Yeah. There there we are.
2: That's, that's a ton of my auto right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> The Johnny Townsend story. Yeah. <laughs> the rise and fall of Johnny Townsend.
2: Wait for it to be on lifetime soon.
1: No shirt, no shoes, no service.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they're uh, out there butt naked basically.
1: So these are the first two bodies they found the trees around them or the tree that they were like found under, uh, was actually a large Siberian pine. I don't know what that looks like, but I imagine it just looks like a pine tree. Uh, the branches on the tree were broken up to five meters high. So that to me again, suggests like maybe somebody was trying to climb up and look around, you know,
2: how tall is that in American? (laughs) I'll look it up. Um, yeah, five meters.
1: What's the meter? Feet? Isn't a meter like two or three feet? I think it's three feet. We we're waiting. This Chris went immediately to Google.
0: Sixteen feet high. Wow. So they got somebody got sixteen. Was so was was it all the branches or was it just the one tree?
1: Just the one tree.
0: Okay. Yeah. It sounds like somebody may have climbed and then broke all the way. And but they that means they and broke
1: the, branches that, all yeah, the way no, down. It's, exactly so 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 one of these so this maybe one of these you could explain away is like somebody tried to climb the tree and he fell maybe the branches fall out
2: were, maybe the branches were ripped from the inside <laughs> we thought about that you never know yeah
1: all right this is in this is getting interesting what else now so between this one tree and the destroyed camp with the cut open tent uh they found three more bodies and you got to remember that 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 these bodies are, you know, partially covered in snow. They're mm. not in the best of condition. They've been out here for, what, a couple of weeks now, you know, just in the elements. So mm. uh, it's not exactly like you're, you're, you know, you're just walking down and you see, oh, there's a dead body. You know what I mean? Yeah. So these bodies were our boy Dyatlov, our boy Igor. Again, I want to make sure that I get these names right. Rust, Rustern Slobodin and Zineda Kolmogorova. Wow. Uh, which was one of, uh, two women that was part of the expedition. Uh, and these three were found according to the investigators in poses that suggested they were trying to get back to the tent.
0: Hmm. Like crawling or something, and
1: yeah, they were found. They were found at distances of nine hundred and eighty feet, fifteen hundred and seventy feet, and two thousand seventy feet from the tent. Hmm. They're measuring it down from the tent. Uh, so they found the remaining four bodies uh, after two months. They were down, and they were in two months. Mu- and that's like I said earlier; they're all covered in snow, and they probably had to get you know equipment or dogs or something out there to find them. Uh, they were found on the, (laughs) they were found on the 4th of May under 13 feet of snow. Wow. In a ravine 250 feet further into the woods from the, from where the, uh, bodies were found under the pine tree. All right. Three out of those four were actually wearing clothes, but according to the investigators, there were signs that that clothing, uh, had been on the ones who had died first and then removed by these, by these people.
0: Uh, okay. So that's why they didn't have the clothes on initially. Gotcha. Yes.
1: Uh, Ludmilia Dubinia, who's the, that's the other woman that was part of the expedition was wearing Krovinishhenko's trousers and her, her left foot and shin were wrapped up in somebody's torn jacket. Oh. All right. So, the first five bodies—that's when the, after the after they found the first five bodies—is when they started the "quote unquote" legal investigation. A medical examiner who checked out those uh, five bodies found no injuries, and of course, weather being what it was, concluded that that it was hypothermia. Mm-hmm. And I, I imagine that you know the 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 fact that he found some of these bodies unclothed naked is what led in partially to that explanation.
2: Right. Cause if I think if a lot of people know one of the things that happens when you're suffering from hypothermia is that you will take your clothes off because you can't get comfortable. You, yep. and you feel hot. You feel like you're getting yeah. hot.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So that could, you know, that could kind of explain that Slobodin Uh, had a small crack in his skull, but the medical examiner didn't think it was a, a fatal wound that it was, it was more, uh, of just an injury that he'd sustained during whatever happened, happened.
0: Where was he? Where was he found? Was he one of those ones under the tree? Uh,
1: he was one of the first ones, right? He was, he was the, one of the corpses that was found that looked like he was trying to get back to the,
0: okay. Okay. Yeah. I wonder if he fell. He's the one who fell out of the tree and then, you know, tried to get back to camp. That crack could have been from falling.
1: It could have been. It could have been because that would have been, you know, an injury that you could get from that that wouldn't necessarily kill you. Right. Because what did what did you what did you figure it was? Uh, sixteen feet.
0: Yeah, yeah, sixteen.
1: That's not really enough to kill you. I mean. I can, I'm but sure, yeah, I'm sure it, it, it doesn't. is if you it, land it, it, a it certain way. Yeah,
0: there's, there's people who've jumped out of planes t- to parachute and their chute didn't open. They hit the earth and they still survived. Yeah.
1: So, so, And here's where here's where it switches up. The four bodies that they found in May, when a medical examiner took a look at them, that's when he started to find uh, some actual fatal injuries. One of the guys, whose last name is very strange to pronounce, Nikolai Thibault Brign- Brignol? whatever we're gonna call him nikolai uh nikolai had major skull damage and the one of the one of the other women uh ludmilia Dobinia and uh one of our other guy one of the other men uh where's his name this must have been how you felt yesterday johnny
2: no, like this is you're way more calm.
1: <laughs> Here we go. Zol Zolotarievorev. Simeon Zoliatariev. Uh had they both the two of them had major chest fractures. And so according to one of the medical examiners, the force required to cause the, the chest injuries was comparable to that of a car crash. That's the kind of force, that's the kind of force that we're talking about here. Wow. Uh, what he found interesting was that the, the, the injured bodies had no external wounds that he could, you know, match with the bone fractures. Uh, and he theorized it was as if they'd been subjected to a high level of pressure. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So all of the four, the four bodies that were found in the ravine, the ones that were found in May Uh, all had soft tissue damage to their heads and to their faces overall. Ludmilia Dubinia was missing her tongue, eyes, part of the lips, as well as facial tissue and a fragment of skull bone.
0: Now, where was she found? On her way back to camp, or was she part of the woods crew?
1: She was part of the four bodies they found in May in the woods. Okay. So Zolotarev, his eyeballs were missing... And Alexander Kolevitov, I said that one right, was missing his eyebrows.
0: So far, these are all the ones from the woods, yeah? Correct. The one with the clothes on. Yes. Okay.
1: Uh, one of the medical examiners think, thinks that these happened post-mortem.
0: Obviously. It's the blue Witch, bro. It,
1: the ravine that they were in, uh, the bodies were in a stream in this ravine. So they, they initially, they based on their some of these injuries, they suspected that this was foul play. Mm-hmm. And there was an indigenous tribe called the Manzi that live in this area. And uh, they interrogated them because they thought maybe for some reason they attacked and killed them. They theorized that it might have been because they had encroached on their land or something like that. But after they... Concluded their legal investigation. They couldn't find anything. Like any signs of a, a struggle. Like that. That would suggest. You know based on the footprints and stuff. There would have been somebody. There would have been an unaccounted. For set of footprints basically. Okay, and they yeah. couldn't find anything. That matched up with that. So the official. Conclusion. Which they came to in May. Because basically they couldn't find. They suspected foul play, but they couldn't find anybody that would that they could say this person's responsible for it. They concluded that the members of the hiking party had died because of a compelling natural force. All right, compelling natural force. The files from the investigation were sent to a secret archive, along with uh, the, the negatives. Uh, from the cameras that they had recovered during the investigation, so in 2018 in April, Zolotarev's remains were exhumed. Weirdly enough, because some Russian tabloid journalists got interested in this, they let uh, a group of experts examine the remains. One of them said that the uh, injuries looked like somebody that had been hit by a car. That's weird. Right,
0: guys. Yeah, um, this was in 2018.
1: They decided to, this was in 2000. This was in 2018 that they uh, exhumed this guy.
0: I did see that in January of this year, 2021. There's a new theory that they presented. Did you see this?
1: I yeah, I might have. Yeah, hit me with it, Jake. And
0: I think it's I think it's something that they've discussed in the past before. But they're saying it was just an unusual type of an avalanche that that did this. And so, if you think about what does that, that mean, I don't know. I have to actually read the entire article. Uh, but if you yeah. think about it, it it could be right because the the force of an avalanche could do that kind of damage. That pressure, without the external actual like, uh, you know uh damage to the to the body like you're not gonna you might you'll see the weight crush down and break all the bones and such but it's not gonna put puncture wounds or anything into the actual body you know what i mean you're not gonna see the trauma because it's it's kind of like a blanket it's not you know it's not rocks it's not you know what i mean like and then, and then again so it sounds it almost sounds to me like they were the avalanche came down over their tent and they had to cut their way out and try to make them their way you know and probably disoriented in the dark or whenever this happened and made their way down towards the the woods and then thought to themselves, you know what, we need to go back and get some of our stuff. So some of them went back and ended up dying on the way back. The ones that stuck around, you tried just to build a fire while they waited for the others. Two of them died. So the rest took their clothes and tried to say, you know, screw the ones that went back towards the mountains. Let's go through the woods. You got shelter and we're going to hit something somewhere. We can find somebody, you know, some civilization at some point. Unfortunately, they end up dying. And since it's post-mortem, you could definitely explain the eyes and tongue thing uh wood animals, you know, the woodland creatures.
2: I was going to ask. Yeah, that any, one you
1: could easily explain that one, yeah.
2: But did they find or know any other sort of footprints in the area, like uh, animal prints or anything like that? Not that I've I found. Mean, they could have been covered up with later snow, of course, but I was yeah. just curious about that. But
0: I could see, and, and I mean, I don't know if, if, if it would be something, but I could see Carrion, you know, being in there, poking at their eyes and stuff, and they're not going to leave t- too, you know, too heavy of a
2: print. <laughs> So, uh, I don't know, man, it's, I think the the other thing that wasn't mentioned was there was radiation levels involved too. See, that's the one
0: thing I heard as well. Now, how far is Dyatlov from, um, because we know they have, you know, the, 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 uh, what do you call them? The, um, the plants, right. The, the nuclear plants out there in Russia in certain areas and was, and what's the one that went off, uh, back in the day? So how far is it from places like Chernobyl? Is there one that's in the
2: area? I was I I was I don't believe so. I was watching a a YouTube uh, video on this today so take this information for what you will <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the the narrator claimed that that is easily explained because that's one of the things a lot of people bring up is these strange radiation levels. Um, but that's explained because a couple of the people who are on the hike also actually had a job somewhere where they would get radiation from that job. Oh, really? Yeah. So what, it I mean, transfers. That, that was, again, on a YouTube video, so take it for what it what, was. What, what.
1: Well, we've got, we've got two interesting things here that I want to bring up. Okay. One of them is that, uh, and this is the worst name ever, but I'm going to say it anyway. <laughs> uh, this is a report from a kid who was 12 years old at the time this happened. Oh, by the name of Yuri Kuntsevich. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It could be Kuntsevich. I don't know.
0: Oh, no, it's it's Kuntsevich.
1: This guy apparently became the head of the Diatlog Foundation when he was okay. an adult. Claims he attended five of the hikers' funerals, and he says that their skin had a deep brown tan.
0: Oh, was it an open casket? I guess so. That's weird. I can't
2: see that being the case. He's just Especially looking for those. That-
1: Especially oh. those
2: who are, like, missing
1: things, you know?
2: Yeah, I can't.
1: I just don't well, know. I, just I, suppose, I suppose missing your tongue and your eyes doesn't really matter if you're, Oof. you know, because they're going to close your mouth and they're going to sew your eyes shut or put them on spikes so that they don't open back up. Yeah. So they remove your eyes anyway when you get embalmed. So. And the other interesting thing is, and I think this might be one of the things that we've talked about, Another group of hikers that was about thirty one miles south of the area where this all happened said they saw strange orange orange spheres in the sky to the north of them. Mm-hmm. Other people said they saw these orange spheres in the area between February and March also.
0: Yeah, so I've, there's, heard, there's I've that heard the to UFO. Consider thing, too. Yeah. I've heard the UFO, the 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 alien possibility that I've heard that theory as well.
1: Um, another theory, of course, is the infrasound theory. What is it? Infrasound. Maybe I didn't hear uh, this one. So this is from a 2013 book called Dead Mountain. Uh, and this is just a, high, a hypothesis. Mm-hmm. This guy claims that the wind going around the paths created a Kermane Vortex street which can produce infrasound capable of inducing panic attacks in humans. So apparently the infrasound that's generated by this could cause the physical discomfort, the mental distress, and it could explain the escape from the tent, the fear that drove them to escape from the tent Mm. could have been due to the panic attack. Okay. But his theory that theory and that theory is all sound and fine and could explain everything, but it doesn't explain the injuries to me anyway. Uh, he, he, his theory is that, you know, the, 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 they were, so they hit the woods and then it got dark and they were unable to find the camp again. And that the three victim, the three hikers who had these injuries that they were able to document just fell. Over the edge of this ravine and landed on the rocks, but that would cause, like, like what you were saying, Chris, with mm-hmm. the you know with the avalanche theory, you would see some kind of.
2: That's what I would think. Yeah, and, yeah.
1: and, and I you think would they may have hiked their way There would be blood down. or something, you know.
0: My assumption is they probably had
2: hiked their way down and slowly died. But that wouldn't explain their injuries of being almost like in a car crash, though, right?
0: Some yeah, of them, I mean, though, yeah. So some may have fallen.
2: Maybe, yeah. Who knows? But you would think if they fell and hit rocks, like the the people who were investigating this would be able to to kind of tell that, and make that conclusion themselves. You would think. You would think.
1: Yeah. Would, yeah. Wouldn't you think that a, you know falling on the rocks like that would would leave some kind of uh, visible injury on the body?
0: Yeah. You know. maybe I mean maybe it wasn't there that it happened maybe at that' that point you know they were they're making their way through the ravine but at, maybe it happened earlier at some point. who knows
1: well and again that's that could be true too because we all know. We
0: still have no clue why the tree branches were broken. We're assuming someone climbed up, but what would have been the point to climb up to try to get like an, an overhead view to look for a town or smoke from a fire or something. Other than that, that, like, what are you, what are you climbing to be in a tree for
1: either that or to get away from
2: something? something. Yes,
0: exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. To get away from something. Exactly. So So. I see
0: why there are these little, these, so a lot of it seems like, (laughs) Oh, you could easily explain this. This is something that it's a natural disaster. It's this or that, but then there's these little things that just don't make sense like the tree branches like the possible radiation like you know the idea that the injury sustained if it wasn't from the rocks where was it sustained you know yeah or even the the missing eyes and tongue even maybe you know if this area does not have that type of wildlife uh why is it missing
2: yeah i mean we don't know you know it's that's another thing too i was very curious what kind of wildlife is there too, because if it's kind of high up in, in elevation, that really limits the animals that would be there.
1: Well, I can tell you, there's reindeer there. Really? Yep. Because that's what the that the local tribe that I was telling you about, the indigenous people that yeah. live there, that's like what they hunt. Hmm.
0: That's horrible. Like we yeah. we we grew up knowing like reindeer as in you know Santa's Santa. reindeer. So yeah. you hear this, you're like, Whoa, what?
2: <laughs> All Santa's reindeers are rescues. <laughs> nice um yeah
0: so what I'm seeing is that that's part of this this new theory in terms of the the avalanche is that the the lost tongue and such were from possible hungry wildlife um I'm just I was trying to look to see is there wildlife in that area like what kind of wildlife is in that area but I'm thinking I'm assuming if they're saying that's part of this new theory that's being uh passed around you know these are scientists or, or people who know what they're talking about but maybe not
2: who knows? I mean, maybe, sure we'll,
0: maybe we'll put our own theory out there, and then people will be quoting what we said for something.
2: Well, I mean, I'm sure there's wildlife there.
0: Yeah, yeah. But the type to, to you know, scavenge for eyes and tongue. Yeah. I don't, because why just eyes and tongue? Why are you not eating the nose off, the fingers, you know, other yeah. pieces of flesh that are, are more readily available?
2: Yeah, usually the soft tissue stuff is, is what animals go for first.
0: Yeah. But then nothing else, right? Yeah, Yeah. So... That's why it's weird. There should have been some follow-up, right? With they picky eaters, like, oh, I wasn't in the yeah. mood for Russian today. Any Chinese on the menu? Any Chinese on the menu? Yeah. Yeah, this is this is one that I don't think we'll ever get the true answer to because, again, there's nobody around to tell us, right? Everything's always going to be speculation. You can come as close to possible with scientific studies and, and theories and stuff, but I don't think we're ever going to know 100% for sure what happened.
2: Carter, did they, did they actually release the the photos to the uh yeah
1: they yeah they did release some of the photos um one of them is really strange guys it looks like there's something like stalking them kind of really yeah so that was where i was going to get into the uh some of this other stuff what chris is saying like the avalanche and stuff I'm looking they didn't this, find these pictures up as you speak they didn't find any evidence that there was an avalanche around there that's the other thing I was going to ask.
2: If there were another set of hikers, who were, who were not that they were in the same area, but they were, you know, they could see what was in the sky, in the same area, wouldn't they know? Wouldn't they know if there was an avalanche?
1: You would think so, yeah.
2: Yeah, right. They'd either seen or heard it, one or the other.
1: Yeah, you think so? Um,
2: yeah,
0: these pictures are kind of eerie. They're all black and white, you know, and and it's just them doing their thing, and and without a clue in the world that they're going to be, you know, they're all going to end up dead. It's just, it's a, it's really kind of a wild thing to look at these pictures and see them in the mountains and in the snow and this dude's climbing up a tree. Like it's a pole. Um, you know, it's, that's eerie, dude. This is really there's
1: There's like one picture where you can see something that kind of looks like a dark, dark figure, hot, like kind of peeking out from behind a tree.
0: Oh, that's creepy. Yeah. This is, uh, Oh, wow. Yeah, dude. I'm looking at the after too. These are pictures of how they felt. One of them's like crawling back towards the, the camp. These are the ones with their eyes missing. That is insane. Oh, my God. This dude's completely frozen in the ground. I have never seen these pictures before. No, no, that's um. wow. Wow, indeed. Yeah, I don't know. What do you guys think overall? Like what's your what's your what's your theory?
2: What's your thoughts? I th- I think you're right in that we'll never fully know. Um because I I we also got to throw this in that it that the area that this happened, the country that this happened in are not necessarily known for their openness and being upfront that's, about
1: things. That's true.
2: Cuz I know there's also other, you know, theories that involve the government there.
1: And they've proven certain ones of them, you know, that they removed uh cosmonauts completely from the program. Yeah. And like yes. scrubbed them from photos. And yes, you know, yes.
2: yes, for sure. We heck that's something we should cover at some point too. Cause that's, they get really creepy with that stuff too, mm-hmm. but it's, you know, th- that's the reason why you kind of alluded to this already, Chris. That's the reason why this one is so fascinating It's that you feel like you could almost explain away some of the things, yeah. but then there's so many little things that are a part of the story that just you're like, Oh, well, I don't know. I don't know if that explains this part of this.
1: Yeah. It feels like you're like missing one or two pieces of the puzzle. Yeah. You know, Uh like if you had, if you had just those pieces, yeah. You could explain the whole thing, you know? Exactly. Yeah. And
2: obviously it was tragic. I mean, these were all young people two had a lot ahead of them if it wasn't for this awful tragedy uh, and but i mean it's just you know whatever happened to them it, it was obvious that it was not remotely pleasant
0: no uh,
2: and that's know, the sad
0: uh, thing that's the haunting thing looking at those yeah. pictures that they took of themselves like these are younger people that are just to them this is an adventure and they're having a good yeah. time and they have zero clue what's coming we know because it's history but to look at those pictures man uh, it's haunting
2: right yeah yeah so I, I, I'm i kind of with you on this, Chris. I don't think we'll ever fully know. I don't even know what my theory personally would be because it's just so so many weird little details to this that I don't even feel like I could have a, have a really good theory that would explain everything, every single piece of this. Right, exactly.
0: Carter, how about you, man? How did you end this?
1: I want the Yeti theory to be true. Uh, so bad. I want the Yeti theory to be true. But even that doesn't explain everything
0: right Yeah.
1: Like like Johnny just said, there's still, you know, so the yeti thing could explain we're climbing up the tree to see where the yeti is, right
2: or to get away could, from it
1: ex, or to get away from it. yeah uh, the yeti could explain slicing the tent open because we're panicked and we want to run away from it, right The yeti could even explain the the car accident force. You know that that uh, uh, just from like punching them in the chest, you know what I mean, or mm-hmm. or, or backhanding somebody like an action movie, mm-hmm. you know. But you would, I don't know, you would think there would be tracks or something, something like right. that. Yeah, yeah something so I was about to say But that's another thing. That's like if they found that, would they say they found that? True. Know? Exactly. Our government wouldn't say that. So exactly. <laughs> the Russians certainly, Cold War Russia certainly wouldn't. You know, wouldn't would exactly. admitted to something like that. And so, they wouldn't they wouldn't admit
0: if this was all part of some sort of weird experiment, you know? Yeah. They're, they're that, not, that's that's, that's not a theory the too, road. man.
1: That's a theory right. too. That that this was some kind of weird military experiment.
0: Yeah. Interesting. Dude, this is uh we've always been we've talked about this one, so it was cool to kind of get into it and, and get more of the details to be able to comment on. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, Sorry, it, guys getting darker well,
2: out it is it is uh man and obviously we'll if you know i i think we'll bring this up again if we get an update on the current ones oh yeah missing for sure yeah yeah. i definitely
0: that that piques my interest even more now because how crazy would it be if we just had kind of like a and god forbid but a a repeat
2: thing right where it was
0: maybe all even the same kind of thing right some of them missing eyes and a tongue
2: and yeah i really hope not for their sake no no no
0: definitely yeah um and you know what'd be interesting? So I'd I'd like to look into that a little more. I wonder if any of them had been uploading anything to social media. I mean, we're in the day and age of social media now, right? Like, so when you start get, getting to where you're lost, I mean, you could be putting stuff up on social media. People should know that you're out there lost, unless there's no signal. But um, typically, when you're hikers and you're 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 in 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 the day and age we're at now, you're bringing satellite phones with you, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Hopefully,
0: or but,
2: hope so, right? Or at least some sort of camera something of some some source. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Anyway, no, good one. Good one, Carter. It was pretty good. Um before we head out of the Creeper Clubhouse, because like I said, it's getting dark. Well it's getting dark here by me. I see by you at least by you, Carter, it's still pretty bright out.
1: Yep, it's still pretty good.
0: But uh we're yeah, we're getting closer to the creeping hour here. So uh if there's nothing else you guys have anything else you want to say?
2: Uh real quick uh on HBO Max I highly recommend There's a four-part documentary series called The Lady and the Dell. And if you're listening to this show, you know that's a topic that I brought up once for That's Odd. Mm -hmm. They go way more in-depth with it, obviously. Uh, It's really, really good. Uh, A lot of stuff, if you felt like, which I did. I did leave a lot of stuff out, but they most certainly covered a lot of it. Also, no going into it. It's a documentary, so it's whether you want to realize it or not, it's going to be one-sided. Just know that, too, going in. But I think it's really well done and do recommend it very nice very nice carter you got anything
1: uh
0: willie's wonderland
1: actually i watched a great one called mayhem today on Shudder. nice uh with uh glenn from the walking dead
2: glenn and, okay
1: uh, and uh samara weaving
2: i get that reference
1: <laughs> right very nice. That reference. very nice very <laughs> nice
0: All right, folks. Thanks so much for listening. We appreciate it as always. uh, If you haven't yet, head over to the network bicbp-radio.com. Check out some of the other shows on the network. Uh, I do want to let you guys know. Um, I'm actually I I got a chance to guest on another show on our network. It's a show called Wine, Wicked Crimes, and Cat Moms. Oh my! These two ladies do true crime. Uh, It was a really, really interesting episode. It was a, a true crime I had never heard of, and that'll be coming out in a couple weeks, so I'll make sure to promote and and, uh, and tell people where they can hear that episode. But definitely check out their, their show as well. It's super entertaining. It's a lot of fun listening to those two ladies drink wine and talk crime. Um, other than that, <laughs> yeah thanks so much for listening guys we uh we definitely appreciate it uh any of our patrons again we appreciate all of your support if you're interested in checking out our patreon it's patreon.com history creeps there's a bunch of new series there for you to check out um if you haven't heard it yet the episode before this one is a little sampler of some of the things that you can hear on the patreon network so go check that out as well uh for johnny townsend and carter johnson This is Chris Chavez. We once again thank you so much for listening. You guys stay safe. And as always, stay creepy.